This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Ninth Realm, an Age of Sigma podcast brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org. And we sell stuff for cheaps. Mm. To our it peeps. That's on the website, I think. Yep. Where I was I'm in, going? I uh, was an English major. Mm. All good. Education mm-hmm. paying off, mom and dad. Hey, peeps, we sell stuff for cheaps. That's why... That's why you hire me. <laughs> that's why you're here. That's why I'm here. I give you the raw material and you shape it like clay into something magnificent. Yeah. Deadlines. Well done. Well done. So, hey, guys, today we're going to talk about news in Age of Sigmar. We're also going to talk about a little bit of what's going on in the community. And we're going to go over a couple of lists that we both, uh, Scott and I wrote, Seraphon lists. Yeah. And the reason we're doing that is uh, it's a little slow right now because of this small thing called 8th edition Warhammer 40k. What? Mm-hmm. The 8th realm. Something came out? Yeah. Yeah. We, we, it's so, a new realm. So it's the 8th realm. Yeah, last time. Yeah, well, I mean, Age of Sigmar, we're already on the 9th realm, so catch up 40k. There you go. Yeah. So we got, uh, obviously, that's the big thing out there right now in the gaming, in the tabletop gaming world. Uh, and as a result, uh, there hasn't been a ton of Age of Sigmar content, but we did want to talk about some cool lists we've been batting around for Seraphon because that's something that's always fun to talk about. Yeah, and, and they did well in uh, South Coast, got into the top last rows, got knocked out right at the end, so nice. there and may they, be something there to, to, to mine. Yeah, and, uh, I played against an excellent uh, Seraphon list at the Broadside Rash as well, and uh, there's a lot of really good stuff to like in the Seraphon book. I know yeah. a lot of people online in the Age of Sigmar community, they tend to focus on what's new. Uh, and a lot of people dismiss the quote-unquote older books, even though the Seraphon have, they actually do have a battle tome. Yep. Uh, I think that, that they can hang with anybody. They have, they have, I believe, all the tools you need to win a game of Age of Sigmar. So I uh, wanted to talk about that. I'm definitely going to make a Seraphon army at some point myself. Mm-hmm. I do have them in boxes sitting there waiting. Well, right. half the other armies in the world, I guess. I've got quite a few of them. Yeah, myself. So that's what we all have, right? So uh, without further ado, why don't we jump on in and talk about the news. What is new in the Age of Sigma world, Scott, besides 40K? Besides 40 Well, mm-hmm. they came out with a new uh, Blood and Thunder box. It has some of the original models from the starter set, and it's kind of like a little quick play game. Uh, comes with tiles, so you have kind of a, a mini board and a little cardboard building to go with it. It comes with three of the prosecutors. You get both groups. Or you get a group of liberators. You get no, both groups of liberators. The three. So it's everything but your your head guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, you it's don't like, get the uh, the Lord Celestine or nope. He's been put out in his own box with the Mighty Lord There's, of Chaos. Yeah. Um, and the other side, you get some uh, Blood Reavers and five warriors and your Korgrath and your Blood Soaker. Mm-hmm. The uh, so everything Path to Glory came out separately too. Everything oh, yeah, that yeah. was not included in the the separate box sets that they just released. It looks like everything not included releasing. in the separate yeah. boxes. So maybe they're going to just continue that box. Since no, they, got they, other ways to they usually keep those all know, through the, the edition. Whole edition. Yeah, I mean it makes sense, right? Because there's always new people coming into the game, so yeah. you just may not stock as much of it as you did previously. But there was some buzz when they came out with that box. They come out with another one when they do a big release, like what are they going to do with elves or mm-hmm. something else? And they'll like elves and some um, uh, Slanesh as mm-hmm. another box, maybe. 
but that's not their normal routine. You're right. They come out with a box and that's what they have for the whole run of that particular edition. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, it'd be interesting to see what comes of it. But in the meantime, blood, <coughs> blood and thunder, pardon mm -hmm. me. And, uh, that sounds like a great way to get started with either one of those armies. Yep. Get a couple heroes, get some guys to play with, mm -hmm. uh, path to glory. They're releasing that separately from the general's handbook and they kind of gave some haphazards why they were doing that on their, their chat. I mean, is, it, I is there any new content or is it literally it just... It includes all the new stuff. So your Carter oh, Overlords, from, from, everything they've added since then. So it is updated to everything new. It's just, we were expecting this with our General's Handbook and now it's separate. So we're wondering if when they come out with the General's Handbook, if it'll just be a um, match play and then they'll come out with another one that'll just be an open or narrative approach and just kind of separate the three books out. Right. Maybe. Because this is, like I said, one section of it. Everyone was really excited when the General's Handbook came out last time because it folded in all the other stuff. Or they're just updating because they want to keep everybody, all the new armies fresh and in the Path to Glory. Well, that makes sense. And uh, do we have any other update on the timing for the General's Handbook 2? Is it still like September, October is what we're hearing? I, your guess is as good as mine because everybody's saying, oh, it'll be definitely be out by July into July. No, because there's no way it's coming out in September. Some people are saying October. Nobody knows. Yeah. And they haven't really dropped any hints that I've noticed. If I missed it today, I'm sorry, but they, I haven't seen where they're, if they're giving us a clue of when that's coming out. Well, I guess we'll just all have to be patient and wait. I know, f for one, I'm very excited to see what comes of it. I hope that we get a lot of points updates. I would love to see not just, like, the Fire Slayers, like, some of the armies that I love, like Wood Elves, a.k.a. Wanderers. Yeah. They're, they're grossly overcosted for what you get. Uh, pretty, in my opinion, I think they're one of the worst armies in the game. And they can be really easily fixed with some points adjustments. So I'd like to see some of that, too. Like, yeah. let's go to some of the, the armies that don't get a lot of attention and um, give them a little bit of a shot in the arm with, with something to get excited about. New points, yeah. new rules, yeah. maybe something. And get this in, if we're on the wish list, uh, let's get rid of some of the sillier stuff, like <laughs> Nagash. Which thing is the hand in, oh, you're dead? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big... Why not just give him a rule where if he, like, hits you and he does something, he kills you, instead of, like, something kind of wonky and silly? Choosing a hand. Like, or, like or if my beard is longer than you, you know what I mean? Like, let's, well, let's just... most of that is retired. That the hand thing's pretty much the only one that's mm. survived to this day. A lot of that is that was just in the online scrolls when they first launched the game, and they they've as they've replaced those, they've removed all the yeah. rules. You know, a pro tip from uh, your good friend Reese Robbins: when you destroy a gaming universe, don't then put in jokes into well, the replacement because yeah. people might not take it too well. It, it's my whole like little theory, and of course, I don't, I have no idea, but. They were so used to it, right? Like they'd been working on it probably for a very long time. Yeah. So to them, like, oh, this will be fun and funny. And right. it wasn't the cold bucket of ice water in the face followed by like a buck, you know, a can full of pop out snakes. Yeah. And they said when they came out with this, they just didn't really. It's one of those things. They, they learned their lesson with this new rollout. Yeah. They've got everybody on board. They've got a clean slate of what they're doing. When they launched AOS and gave us the scrolls, um, you talk to the store managers and stuff like that, and they said, just have fun with the game. And, and you look through, they were looking at that just to be an interim between then and coming out with books. Just have fun with it, relax. Eventually, you're going to get everything coming. It's all good. But that's not the way it came across to us. It's like, this is yeah. your new game. Yeah. Here's some silly rules. Check your beards. Don't bend over in front of people. Yeah. Have a cup to go ahead and scream in the middle of your game. Mm -hmm. You know? Well, because people are like, first of all, you destroyed the universe that I loved. 
Right. And then you give me something that seems like you don't just you just don't care. Right. But they obviously very much did, and they corrected course with the General's Handbook. And, so and how much different would it have been if the same way with the uh, Eighth Realm, if they had actually launched? You mean eighth, eighth edition? Eighth edition. Yeah. yeah. Calling Eighth Realm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the, they launched and they had all of the overbooks: Order, Chaos, Destruction. Mm death and you had those to go at the same time so you didn't have an online approach you didn't have this helter skelter it almost seemed piecemeal they had a plan obviously when they're a multi-million dollar company which is doing well by the way thank you very much oh yeah they're killing it right now i've got uh, some shares nice in them. i drafted off their last couple of dividends and so nah. keep going yeah. keep it up keep it up g-dubs but you know what? ultimately i think the whole fiasco with the beginning of age of similar which has been talked about to death but one last point I think that they really learned a really good lesson, and I think that we can see the dramatic difference in 8th edition 40K, which is a huge change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A huge, it's a different game, a completely different game. They didn't explode yet. the setting, but the setting is changing dramatically too. Um, you could tell that this time they eased people into it, and it's going like bananas ridiculously popular. Yeah, they changed the narrative, they gave it a new set of rules, but they gave you everything you needed to get going, and it all made sense. So that... I've enjoyed reading the books. I haven't got to play yet. So that's eventually I'll get there. Awesome. Well, it's a lot of fun. So what else is going on, uh, Mr. Scott? Oh, they came, well, I just, they came out with a character so you can get your um, blood, secre- uh, blood secreter out the banner. Yep. And he comes with the uh, Mighty Lord of Corn. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a two pack. Yeah. That's interesting because the blood secreter is like red hot popular in corn uh, builds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I wonder why they included one. it with the Mighty Lord of Corn. They go together. Look, they both have the same little symbol. They're, they're, they're buddies. Fine. Yeah. They and went through a uh, blood secreting school together. Yeah, and the Vanda's Hammerhand model, the Lord Selsenor Drakoff, he's also separate. And he's right. a he's excellent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the um, the blood secretor is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Gore program, Pilgrim's uh, Battalion, obviously, I don't need to explain that that's good. Yeah, uh, I've had to play that one against that one a couple times now. It's a, It's excellent, yeah. So what is this uh, rumor mill photo? It looks like a shoulder pad to me. A shoulder pad? I don't know. It, it's something. Yeah. What? A, 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 another fist. Tell like us that. more. <laughs> Tell us more, Jason. Some sort of object. It could be abstract. Jason said it's something. Yeah. I well, think you're right. It's obviously painted in Some gray sort of scale. Bolts. That's why you see the, the different details on it. But whatever those claws are on a thing, I have no idea. No see, to me, that looks like a shoulder pad. But um, There's no hand in it, though. There's no arm there. Some, I mean, I think it's a claw of some sort of, some sort of hand or arm. Craw. Yeah, it's a craw. Okay. Crab then person. What about uh, a walk about the realms? Mm. Boop, boop, boop. Oh man, I hope he dubbed that. No, oh. turn up the volume. Okay. Turn that, up the volume. Let's just do that from Enjoy now. Enjoy it. So Scott, those look like funny sigmarines. Um, yeah, I got a whole new box of them. They came with with some sort of weird bolter, and yeah, it doesn't have the cross piece. Though. They came over from the eighth realm. Did they? They did. They did, mm-hmm. they did indeed. Yeah, they're they're yeah. good-looking Stormcast models, though, I think. They're going to work out all right. Yes, those are very good Salamanders Stormcast <laughs> journals. Mm-hmm. With I Prometh- did finish with, some uh, With the Prometheum uh, pipelines from the Realm of Fire. Yes. Yeah. Salamanders. So fire somewhere. I like it. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, we've all been working on 40K stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I finished my... Um, was my uh, 12 Stormcast heads sitting around on my bench so I could move the other group on. Nice. So, they got all done up in the uh, hammer-held... Motif, they're all ready to go. Now I just need to paint enough to actually field the, the full group. Nice. You know, I've been working on 40K stuff too. Been painting Bolgren and getting all my armies ready for 8th edition. So um, the free peoples have languished. 
for a little bit. I did buy organizing um, bins for all my bits. Ah. So it's a giant tackle box, you know. Little so arms. I'm organizing, yeah, organizing all my bits because I've got stacks of sprues on my desk. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I started throwing that stuff out because this is I have so much of it after 20 years. Of putting yeah. Together, you pull it out of the garage and go, what? Oh, this is all like guard stuff I sold years ago. Yeah. Well, I have whole, like, I, I could assemble probably an army just out of the bits I have. Yeah. Like, I have like 20 space spring legs. And I'm like, I don't even remember when I bought these. Like, oh, well, I mean, that's what it is to be a hobbyist. But uh, I am going to put some imposed order on the chaos. And the funny thing is in the paint studio, too, because all my bits are organized, mo most of them, they all get taken because you can find what you're looking for. <laughs> like, God. Plus, you for being organized. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no good deed goes unpunished. Um, Jason, anything for you? Any building? Um, no, no, nothing. Just thinking, theorying, just building, painting, th no, any games. Again, yeah, with being the head of the paint studio, it's kind of like I'm always hobbying uh, some level. But you, you um, don't actually paint anything, though. No, you but I, I tell the painters how to paint. Things. But he arranges the paint. I arrange Good. the commissions. Good. <laughs> we will, but I mean, next week we are going to be starting um, H Sigmar streaming. Yeah, we'll right? be streaming it. So cool. um, yep. we will be back. Looking forward to that. Back in action. So to speak, Although I've enjoyed watching all the games you guys are playing. Yeah. yeah. I didn't catch last night, so it's already waiting for me in the yeah. queue when I get home. Because I actually got to play yesterday. Oh, good So for that you. was, mm -hmm. I, since I, we didn't quite make it to some other things I was going to do, I ended up taking off straight up to the store, got in two games, mm -hmm. and lost one to the Stunties, the Karadran Overlords, and beat some Seraphon. Well, good, because right? we've been hearing mixed results with the Karadran Overlords. Yeah, it, he was using the one I'm painting up, which is the... Um, How many Aetherchemists? Zero. Mm. Zero Aetherchemists. But the, that group has the, uh, the Moradin. The Mor they, their order you can give your guy, basically you pick a unit and you get to re-roll to hit it. That was fairly effective in a small thousand point game we were playing. Because yeah. there weren't that many targets for him to select. Yeah. And he was just wiping one out at a time with those re-rolls. Because yeah, everybody I've played hasn't had any re-rolls or anything else. They're trying to do the, do the work with four ups on cannons. It's like... Mm -hmm. When yeah, half the time they miss, it's, yeah, it doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, and you pay so much per cannon, you just it just doesn't work. You need you need to have some sort of a modifier or force multiplier to get any mileage. Yeah, when I general looks. run around the field with his command, that was that was pretty good. It is. That, yeah. Well, well that missed. I'll roll it again. Uh oh. You know. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, it gives you a seventy-five percent chance of hitting as opposed to a fifty percent. So it's dramatically more accurate. Yeah, in the games I played up to that point, that's always the whole half of them are dropping through the cracks. Yeah. Just not hitting. So uh, at any rate, why don't we go on to our main topic for today's show, which, <coughs> God, I'm sorry guys. The main topic for tonight, which is we're going to talk about two Seraphon mm -hmm. lists. Scott, um, why don't you lead off with yours? All right. So I used uh, the Battalion, the Eternal Star Host. Yep. Um, and we both wrote these separate, so hopefully they're not the same. No, it's funny. I'd use the Eternal Star Host as the core of mine as well. But, but yeah. go on. I'm here. That's uh, be good. Three groups of 10 yeah. Sauruses. Um, with the Sunblood as the leader, he uh, has a couple of things that give a good. Uh, he has the general. He does some. What is some the Sunblood? Is he Sunblood? What, what did he used he, to? He he is like a scar. Uh, he's like a. a uh, um, is it that one he, of the he's old an HQ foot source character? Okay. Yeah. So one of the old resin model. Yeah, I mean, this is the Sunblood here. He Got would it. have been like. A, oh, that was Gor Gorax or whatever his name is. Gorok. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So now he is like a, he's like a, a big dog for the source Warriors. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he has that same thing of picking a unit. So he picks somebody, and you get to re-roll against them. 
Okay. Because that's one thing they need. They have a good number of attacks. They need some reliability mm -hmm. and hitting. Right. Uh, the other thing with that battalion, you have to feel the... Um, source Warriors. Yeah, the, the a Warden. Mm -hmm. No, it's not the Warriors. Uh, source Guard. No, you're looking at the wrong one. That I am? Yeah. Uh, and I got the other one, okay. Yeah. I went with all the uh, Source Guard. Yo, you're, you're looking at the Eternal, Eternal Star Horse. Did I say Eternal Star Horse? No. Ah! So Eternal Star Horse. The, the Eternal Star Host <laughs> yeah. is the one with the Eternity Warden. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. the Elite Source Warriors. And this one, you can get them up to a two plus ignore rend. Right, two save. plus ignore yep. rend, one save. Yeah. And then these these guys are like literally twice as good as the normal source. Yep. Words. Yeah, you get a ton of attacks out of them. You get to do the reroll because you're picking somebody. Yeah. Um, and then I backed that, basically that shield for them, up with a um, two of the uh, laser lizards, the bestilodons. Yeah. Oh, do you have the um, do you have the thunder host? Nope. Oh, you just took them? Just took those two. Got it. So the Soros Guard, just to let everybody know, they're uh, two attacks, um, one wound, they are rend one, and then they also have the bite, and um, they get, uh, you may, you ignore rend one or better. And they get plus one if a hero's near them, so they're a save, yep. and then the battalion gives them plus one if they're near the Eternity Warden, so they're getting plus two to that save. So wow. on two up, they're ignoring it, and they ignore one. And they ignore rend one. Wow. So that yeah. like they have a two up, quote-unquote invulnerable safe like nice they're extremely hard to kill nice unless you have like rin two weapons which mm -hmm. um like cannons and such you can right. blast them to bits pretty easy but yeah then the, a troglodon i like the troglodon. troglodon with the carnosaur with the veteran for that whole trying to uh, cascade a um, save check at the end for the bravery uh, battle shock the battle shock yep okay because he'll yell do some if he and right. successfully if you fail i add a d3 more to it Right. And then the source guard, their banner, their banner also gives adds one, one. So you get right. minus two to it. Whatever damage I can manage to get through with the lasers and everything at you. And then take two off that and mm -hmm. get a D6 extra after, models extra after you fail. Yeah. So really kind of a good combination, I yeah. thought. Um, and it hurt me not to put in the Slong, but he just doesn't do anything in match play. Mm. I, I was reading his rules, what he does, his spell. It's just, it falls flat, really. Um... That's interesting. So, any other aspects of your list? Uh, no, that was kind of the, the set of it. Get the two big Bastilodons out there plucking people off. Get the wall of guard in front of it. Mm -hmm. Get a, enough heroes nearby to, to bulk it up. Get mm -hmm. a hero on a monster, because that's good for three places of power. Mm -hmm. You got one guy who's hard to take out. Yep. And then his scream does that extra damage to mm -hmm. the unit. Well, damage, battle shock effect to the unit. Right. And you're peeling them off a little bit. Seemed like a good combination. Something hard to hit. And something that hits hard. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that is a, a good list. How many drops do you have total? Uh, it's one for one for the that battalion. One for right? the battalion. So the Eternity Warden and the three group, the Soros Guard, which are my um, battle line, go down, and then one for each of the other models. So uh, one, two, three, four, five. Nice. So six altogether. No, that's not that's bad not at all. I didn't. I didn't have quite enough points to put in another um, battalion to groups of these guys together, but mm -hmm. I figure if I'm not dropping in one or two, I'm not going to get it for somebody who's shooting No, because so. now you have one drop armies. Yeah. So it's like, 
a lot of them were just yeah i mean out. honestly it may be time to rethink that mechanic too because you've got a lot of armies that are like i'm always going first and i'm doing a ton of damage right out the gates so or they let you go first because that they want you doing something before they can whatever it yeah. is that their tactic's going to be they get to choose yeah yeah it's and really it's powerful the, it's not the end of the world but as, as the age of sigmar meta shifts more and more and more to shooting yeah it becomes more and more powerful if you have a shooting army that can do a one or two drops because you just nuke them before they get to do anything. Yeah, and a lot of shooting arms will do my iron jaws. Is you, you're just far enough back that you know I can't get to you and give me the first turn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I and do that all the time. You try to double turn and shoot me off the table before I get them into you. Yep. With my free peoples, I do that all the time. If I can out, if I can get first turn against the melee yep. army, I'm like, oh no, you. You can go right ahead. What do you sir? I'm waiting for my double turn to blow you away. And with iron jaws, I don't have any choice but to come across to you. I can't shoot. Yeah, I'm not getting to you yeah. except by the. The mm -hmm. claw, the axe, and the shield. I, yeah. I have to get there. They need, um, it would be really cool if they had some 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 shooting units. Like, we were telling, uh, we have some friends who just jumped into Age of Sigmar and they were playing um, Corn, uh, uh, Corn Bloodbound, mm -hmm. yeah. or uh, Blades of Corn, and um, they were struggling a little bit, and I was like, and we both, and I told you, actually, you had the same reaction. I was like, Skull Cannons, Skull Cannons, yeah. Skull yeah. Cannons. And they're like, no, 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 no. Yeah, and then they, they, they tried it, and they're like, oh my God, it's the best thing in my life. Yeah, James did that. He yeah. won four of them. Yeah, yeah now really you take well. three or four. And he yeah. won his first tournament he ever went to. Yeah. Jason it, did the same thing, uh, didn't win the tournament. Got wooden spoon, though. Did win the spoon. I won something. Nice spoon. But he did say that the, the cannons... I used that spoon to make scrambled eggs. Well... At least it's use. There you go. There yeah. you go. It's and the only spoon I own. <laughs> maybe not shooting for the iron dresses or melee armor, but if there's some way to get one group definitely into the fight that first turn, just to mess up a plan would be good. Not the whole army. I mean, you could do, you could definitely do some shooting. Like, give them, like, some sort of, like, catapult thing or something. Like... Yeah. It'd be cool. It's just, I don't like armies that only do one thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's just like so hard to actually win with them because your opponent's like, I know exactly, you have no tricks. Yeah. I know exactly what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And well, it makes it the game, it makes the game somewhat dull. dull. Yeah. yeah. So for, for their charger, it all breaks down to dice rolls for that unit, for that group. Yeah. Because if I roll high for their destruction and then roll high for the charge, mm -hmm. I'm into you and it's a mess for you. If I don't roll high, you just have plenty of time to pick me off. Yeah. It's just so. more fun when you can be active in every phase of the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. in, in my opinion, of course. That's just my opinion. Um, Scott, I like your list. You're definitely leaning towards melee. You do have a couple shooting units in there, but it's definitely more of a go up and punch. Now, I find that that's a problem with Seraphon because they're slow. Yeah. They, don't, they are one of the slowest armies in the game. And I have to have them on the table. I've got nothing to summon, so they're going to have to chuck across the field. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I, every time I've played Seraphon, I've noticed that myself and you do have kind of a, a little model count so yep. if you flub a couple saves against something like the rocket batteries or cannons it really hurts yeah it really really hurts so i went kind of, we kind of both zeroed in on some of the same units my list is a little bit different if you don't uh, mind pulling it up oh yes so whereas scott went the elite route with the eternal star host i went with the sunclaw star host going the not elite route. And so the Sunclaw Tarhost is very similar, but you're using normal source warriors, which most people think suck. Mm -hmm. But and they're cheaper for yeah, the wounds. A lot of people think that they're terrible. Mm -hmm. um, I I like them largely because I like the models and I wanted to make it work. And the Sunclaw Tarhost I like a lot because it gives you three battle line. Um, it gives you a really good character in the Sunblood. And the special rules that it gives you for your warriors, I really like a lot. So your weapons go up to Rend 1. Already amazing, mm -hmm. yeah. right? And you get an extra attack on your bot on your jaw, so you go just went up to three attacks. Rend one on only one of the attacks, um, but then if you're fighting chaos demons, it goes up to rend two. 
or I'm sorry, damage to. Mm -hmm. Damage to. So that, that's very situational. But yeah. now, now what you're, you're paying for just a normal Soros warrior, right? But you are paying for the battalion, but then it's all one drop for all four of them. You're getting all these benefits out of what was a wimpy, basic, you know, hit on a four, wound on a four dude. Mm -hmm. um, and the Sunclaw gives them some really cool buffs too. I would hesitate to make him my warlord because he's going to usually die, um, the Sunblood. Yeah. But... Um, he can give you um, reroll uh, failed hit because I have the same guy. Mm -hmm. But um, you do, I do like to give him an artifact of like plus one attack or extra damage or something. Make like him that. a little more melee. Yeah, because he's he wants to run up there with him and punch. So then I took that and then I took another, um, and that's thirty source warriors. And those guys are my screens. They go up. They go t try to get objectives. So three groups of ten. Uh, yes. Minimum. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, I didn't have enough points. But I feel like that's enough. That gives you a lot of bodies. They're really, they, ignore, yeah. they ignore Rend 1. Well, it gives you the same number of wounds I had at 600 points because they're 100 for 5. You're getting about 100 for... Is it 100 or 120? Uh, they're, they're, they're 300 points for all 30. So, yeah, 100 each. So you're getting yeah. twice the wounds at the cost. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. And that's why I like them more. Even though they don't they don't hit as hard as the... the, uh, the Your units, I get double the wounds. And really, you need that to win objectives. Yeah. Right? And that's what they do. You need the bodies. And the Bravery 10... Um, they have the banner for minus one um, uh, bravery to your opponent. And the other cool thing is they don't have to be in range of anybody to do that. They just get their buffs. Yeah. So it's there. You can run off on your own. They're self-sufficient. Yeah. One of the buffs I forgot in mine is if I didn't move or charge, do you get another in the same plus turn, one I get more damage that's right. from the swings on sixes. But it's like, that's really situational. Mm -hmm. So I kind of, I backbench that in my head. Right. So then the other battalion I take is the Thunderquake Starhost. Uh, this is a really popular battalion. Anybody that plays Seraphon is probably really familiar with it. Um, it's an engine of the gods or a troglodon, either stegodons or bastilodons, and then um, uh, either a unit of croxigors or um, razodon or salamander. So I took two bastilodons with the, with the laser crystal. Yep. Because it's ridiculously good. Yeah, the sun cannon. The sun yeah. Cannon. And then I took the engine of the gods because he's a hero, but I actually think the troglodon is the better choice. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I like, I like the troglodons special rules and some of the stuff he does. Because the Engine of the Gods can get the crazy uh, double turn, right? It's yeah. not likely to occur, but you can. Um, I actually think the Troglodon's the better one. I'm, I'm probably going to switch. But in my first iteration of the list, I've got the Engine of the Gods. He's a hero. He's tough. He does good damage. He shoots out um, mortal wounds most yeah. of the time. Yeah, and that, that tough hero is important to go stand on things or right. go beef somebody up. Yeah. Right. And uh, he's not bad, but I don't think he's an optimal choice. But that, that is what I went with, the double Bastilodons. Now, the cool thing in this battalion, again, obviously, it's four units, one drops. My armor only has four drops total. Uh, so I will be going first very frequently if I choose to. Um, at the start of each combat phase, you can declare um, two um, options. You can either be you can either reroll failed wound rolls and save rolls or reroll charge rolls and failed hit rolls. Bastilodons ignore Rend. Yeah. So if you need to go into combat, they have mm -hmm. a three-up save ignoring three Rend up, four up. with a reroll. Right. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> so they become they become like crazy. If you don't have mortal wounds, you're not hurting them. They have a ninety percent damage reduction, which is honestly probably too much. Um, and then they heal a wound every hero phase. If you're near a slan, you heal D three. So you included a slan? Of course. Yeah. I really want to, but it was just kind of one of those you're looking at it going, I just don't see what he does overall. So I included the salon largely for that benefit, but I actually really enjoy, uh, I love the model. Yeah. But um, his Light of the Heavens is an amazing ability. Uh, casting value six, uh, successfully cast until your next hero phase. 
Battleshock test for demons or chaos. Demons are made by rolling two. And then taking the one you want, either bad for your opponent or good for you. So now my guys are like almost never going to fail Battleshock. I, they don't have enough models in the unit. They already have a 10 leadership. And I just, with the, the guard and everything else, they have like, they have a 10 leadership. Am well, I with five-man really units, spell? it's impossible. You know, Am I going to run yeah. into guys who are mm -hmm. chaos to get that benefit from them? And it was just one of those, I'm looking at trying to mess with 10 leadership or 10 leadership. Mm -hmm. It just didn't feel like the hit. But then again, I used to play them in the old game. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm just imposing what he used to be to what he is now and just I'm not... not I think he's not feeling the shine. I think he's pretty amazing. Well, I mean, you have five man units, five lizard units. No, so I have three ten man units. Three, oh, you did? You take the full units. <laughs> I paid six hundred. See, and when they're so expensive, I would really want to make sure I mitigated my um, battle shock. But his other ability, this is command ability, gift from the heavens, seraphon units from your army within ten inches. Um, they uh, get fly. Yep, but they also reroll failed save rolls in the shooting phase, mm -hmm. which is insane because the game is going more and more towards. A shooting, shooting meta. Army. That's, true. That's true. So then if you put Mystic Shield on a unit, now they have a four-up, ignore, rend, reroll, save. Um, I'm no mathematician, but that's pretty that's good. That's pretty good. Yeah. So now again, all your wimpy dudes are better and better and better. And your Bastilodons are basically immune to shooting. Um, it's pretty damn brutal. Yeah, well, you get your three up, and even if they throw mortals, you get a four with them. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a good save. And then, I like it, because I, I really want to put him in. I, I, I love just, the model. I had I to just use couldn't it. justify it. Um, and then, of course, you can do the constellation. Add one to run and charge rolls. Um, add one to casting rolls, which is really cool. Um, or you can reroll hit rolls of one. Uh, again, amazing. And then that, those buffs, just this land, in my opinion, is just so, so good. And then he can cast um, three different spells. Amazing. So I could take my list, transfer it over to the other battalion, but make uh, two of them. But it's almost the same points. Put a, yeah. put a salon in there in some way. Because the one thing I would love to do with him is summon guys in. Because to solve that mm -hmm. movement problem, I summon him 18 inches away. How, and I he mean, gets three spells. This, this, these celestial configurations are table-wide, by the way. Yes. How many the points whole is he? Army. The slam's expensive. Yeah, because he's, he's not that survivable um, either. He's got a four up, seven wounds. No, you, you have to be very careful. Inches. You have to be really careful with him. Yeah. And I don't have... Oh, yeah, that's right. This battle tome doesn't have the points. Right. Uh, but then the last part of the list... Uh, 260. That's actually not that bad. There. That's yeah, not that bad nice. for what he gets. He buffs your whole army. For seven wounds? You just have to be careful well, with him. Well, but if you're going to go with... Like I say, if you want right. three groups of ten or six groups of ten, right. you put three on the table because you have to have the battle line on the table. Right. Then you got three groups to basically say, oh, I need to reach out and be there. Right. Drop them down. Okay. And that's, that's why I would want to bring him so I can right. summon stuff and drop him because in match play... I, yeah. He gets three spells, and I don't have a lot of I just of feel so there's so much shooting nowadays. It's just somebody seems to be, like, erasing, like, Well, I mean, yeah. you do have to be careful. And then the last part of the list is the Skink Stars here. I think he's one of the best characters in the game. Mm -hmm. He's insanely, stupidly, probably too good, but he is expensive. He's 160 points for a dude who only has uh, five wounds and four of save. But he has two dice manipulation abilities mm -hmm. that are bananas. Dice manipulation is always good. So yeah. what does he do? So um, you can roll, like, you can... Pick a number on a die, and then your opponent picks a number. If he picks the same as you, he gets that many rerolls. If he picks a different one than you, you get that many rerolls. So you have a five and six chance of getting, getting some rerolls. Re Pro tip, if the guy's not rolling and he's picking, it's usually a three or a four uh, or five. It's almost never six. It's almost never one. So yeah. you narrow the amount of numbers that you that you can choose from down significantly. Yeah, that's where I would, if I were doing that mechanic, I'd have a cup. Put yeah, the dice in it, yeah I, thud. You just do it randomly. Decide. 
Just, I don't care. Because the psychology of it is like when I'm playing against people, I pick right very frequently. It's usually four. That is what most people pick. Yeah, you, you don't want to go for the big because if they stop you. Which then, I guess, then if you're picking, you pick six. Right. I guess you have to judge your opponent. Like, hmm, are they trying to figure out what I'm figuring out? Or are they just going to assume I'm going for six? Mm -hmm. yeah. But I think if you're picking, if you pick one, you'll always get it. <laughs> yeah, anytime it's a pick a thing on the table in any game, I usually literally just randomly roll a dice to set it and set it aside. Yep. Okay, make your decision. I've chosen. You don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't. Um, right. So, I mean, that, that, uh, that in and of itself is ridiculously good, right? Getting that many rerolls that you can use for whatever the heck you want is amazing. Yeah. And then the other one, uh, his spell is a casting value of four. Pick a unit within 20 inches, and you can increase or de decrease the result of a single die roll by that, um, by one. Mm -hmm. Wow. So it's, in, it's bonkers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's bonkers good. Yep. Um, so good, right? So the, 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 the Skiing Stars here, I think, is one of the best support characters in the whole game. And with him and the Slon buffing all your guys, and then again, the Salamander... Um, he's a great one for the skink because um, you get um, the, the salamander's got a pretty good shooting attack. And let me uh, look it up because I don't want to tell people the wrong thing. Um, where are you at? So you can, uh, first of all, look to see. You can roll. And um, if you roll like a three, you go, I'm going to bump it to a, or if you roll a two, you go, I'm going to bump it to a three to hit. Mm -hmm. And then you can um, use the reroll for the amount of damage that you do. Mm -hmm. uh, there it is. Yeah, so the Salamander, he has one attack, hit on a three, wound on a three, rend two, d6 damage. Very powerful. Yeah. So you can use the, that combo. So you go like, oh, I rolled a two. Oh, okay, I'm just going to bump that up to a three, so right. I hit. But if you roll a one, you can re-roll it. And then you can use the plus or minus one on the damage roll right. uh, or the wound roll. So if you hit it, if you hit the wound, you, you hit the hit, you hit the wound, then on your damage, you could potentially like go up to seven. And every turn, you get to go ahead and play that little game. Yeah. So wow. he comboed, like, so in this list, there's all these synergistic elements of things working together to force multiply. Like the name of the game is getting more for the points you spent than the points you spent. Right. Right. And I feel like this list has a ton of synergy that makes that basic Saurus warrior who is laughably bad on his own into a force to be reckoned with. When you add in, um, uh, he goes to Rin 1. He gets an extra attack. He gets plus one to a save. He rerolls his save. He ignores, you know, yeah. this, that, and the other. He rolls two d six. Take the lowest from route. All of a sudden, this guy becomes better than elite trooper mm -hmm. in most other armies. Other. And at a hundred point or ten points per wound, basically. Yep. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the, a lot of the ways you start probably placing those out is how yep. many points per wound and how survivable are they, and then what's their mechanics. Yeah, totally. And then you get a total of four spells. Um, Per, per game. Per turn. Because per turn. Wow. this land is crazy. So I, I feel like this would be a really good army and it'd be a lot of fun. The You have shooting, um, you have magic, you have melee. The only thing it lacks is speed, but I think you're tough enough that it doesn't matter that much because you're rerolling saves in the shooting phase <laughs> when you ignore most rin. It's like you just can you can just well, take and it and walk put, up the table. Would you put those monsters forward to draw the fire to it, them? It depends on who I'm playing. Because okay. again, the army that would really be tough for you would be uh, a Zinch Magic Blaster army, because you don't have enough firepower to kill them from range, mm -hmm. and then they mortal wounds largely ignore. All they your, just do mortal wounds. Yeah. yeah, they're just picking dudes up. Then drop it down. Yeah. And, yeah. and unfortunately, that army is very popular. But in general terms, I think you could take this list out and expect to go three and two, four and one, maybe even win a tournament, and have a lot of fun because you don't see Seraphon that much. No. 
But I love the models. There's dinosaurs riding dinosaurs. Who doesn't want to play with dinosaurs? We but, all played with dinosaurs when we were smaller, and now I get to play with them in a game and pretend that I'm not a kid. Mm -hmm. I am. Yeah. But I can pretend that I'm not a kid because they're models. It's serious. Um, <laughs> God, there's so many good things in the Seraphon book. Well, the skinks are used in a lot of uh, order armies because mm -hmm. they have to get that hit and run away, so mm -hmm. you can just plague your opponent, and he doesn't really get a chance to finish him off. Um, I do like the Salon's three spells. I just wish he had more of them. Yeah, I mean, or more choices. What I mean, he has. Well, when they get when they get their updated book, they'll probably get a whole wealth of spells. Oh, and then the skink priest for you for your list, you can reroll save rolls uh, on a unit with a spell. It's it's bananas powerful. So you can take your guys and make them like a two up reroll, yeah. ignore rend one save. Yeah. So and the skink priest is cheap and he can fly. That's what that one dude yeah. was doing at the uh, broadside yeah. bash. Yeah, yeah, and then the other one is the Australis Bear. I just I would have totally taken him, and I didn't have the points. Mm -hmm. um, the chameleons are good because they can pop up on objectives. Oh yeah, Mariana uses those. The only those. the only downside to them is they can't disappear and come back, right? They, once they're in, they're in. I, I don't. Because that's something Seraphon does. Disappear and come back. Oh, they do disappear and come back. Sweet. Because um, that's the one thing I I, I would love because that's what the um, um, Sylvanas do. Those tree people can show up, they can yeah. pop over to the forest, they can move mm -hmm. around. Yep. So if you can do that, you can really mess with the guy's plans because I want to leave that objective behind. I hold it, I will walk across the table and you just pop up with five guys around and go, nope, it's mine now. Come back yep. and get it. Yep. Uh, then no, they're, they're, away. they're, they're awesome. amazing. Chameleon skates are so good. And then the, the Astroth Bear, their, their uh, Banner Bear, mm -hmm. the uh, Blood Scrater, what was yep. I'm trying to think of? So you add one to your casting rolls, you add eight inches onto the range, yeah. and you reroll hits for Seraphon within 10 inches. That's yeah. it. Yeah, if I were if I were putting a slot on the table, he's standing next to it. Mm -hmm. He's ridiculous. He's ludicrously useful, but he's also very expensive. Yeah, I couldn't fit him in my list. But um, that's it. I mean, that was uh, definitely. It's probably on my. I think I'm gonna do my um, clan pestilence next because I have all the models. And after that, I think it's gonna be Seraphon because I just I love the models and you can uh, spray them white, paint them with uh, washes. Yeah. Dry brush them, dip them, and they look great. Or they have enough detail, you can go nuts and do each scale yeah. and do all the lining if you want and take your time. Yeah. I'm, a, go both I'm about ways speed. Models aren't, yeah. I'm about quantity over well, there's, quality there's, these days. And I'm usually doing speed because I want to play them. But what I really want to do is paint them well, but then I want to play, and then one wins out over the other every time, yeah. and I go play. I uh, so. My hobby progress to like how crazy complicated and like in-depth went up like this, in, and then we opened up a game store, and then it went down like this. And now I'm like, how fast can I paint something where it looks decent? How can I get it out there and play? Yeah. yeah. It's definitely, I, I remember at one point I was green stuffing every model, hand painted, uh, uh, freehand iconography on every guy. All that, like, dude, this guy has brown eyes. This guy has blue eyes. It was, no, I'm uh. like, I don't even paint the eyes now. It's like, go, 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 go. So Jason, what do you think about Seraphon? You've, uh, you've added a lot to this conversation. They are terrific. <laughs> Great. Great. They are really monstrous. Ooh, yeah. keep going. Monstrously tough to play Ooh, against. That's why you're here. He brings <laughs> and you're some sharp old teeth. <laughs> they like to bite things out. And, and yum, yum, yum. You know, I, I just wish they'd have looked up like the name em. before they came out with the book. That's I all I wanted. And, you know, look up the name, scroll down past all the pictures that are now sources, and eventually you'll get to it. I'm not telling you what it is. I don't know what it is. No, I'm dying to now know. You, you got to go look. All right. Put a bunch of it in. Scroll down. When you first came out with the book, that was all on the top of your search. Mm -hmm. Now, because this is out, they're farther down now. Fair enough. 
Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode of The Ninth Realm. Uh, do we have any events coming up this weekend or this uh, uh, month for ITC, Mr. Scott? There we go. We got um, the Age of Singer, some Age of Sigmar Summer Solstice. I'll get this one. Memory Lane Antique Mall Gate. Gate City, City in Virginia. Virginia. We have the Hammerheads Age of Sigmar tournament. tournament in Valdosta, Georgia. We have the Unbounds July Sigmar tournament in Scottsdale, Arizona. Age of Sigmar tournament with exclamation point. Flipside, <laughs> Flipside Gaming East Greenbush in East Greenbush, New York, and. Age of Sigmar ITC tournament in Gameology, Gameology. Montclair. Montclair. Yay. Just awesome. the other side of LA from us. Yeah, Montclair is like where I used to hang out. July 1st. Yep. I might actually be able to make it to that one. Yeah, I'm going to try to make it to that one because him and Dice Hammer plan on the exact same weekends. But since mm -hmm. we're doing a GT the next weekend, me and him, mm -hmm. he's not doing the first weekend. So both of us are free to actually go to it. So we're thinking. To the Gameology one? Parents. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one that's like a, it's like a two or three blocks from my parents' house. I used to go there. Oh, yeah. Time. Yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah, but it's just, it's been bad timing. Oh, I gotta go up there. I gotta go see this guy. I gotta go, because he posts everything, and it's always a bad weekend to match with something else. Right. Yeah, it's a cool little awesome. store. I like it. Well, we have a couple big events coming up um, also to keep a, keep an eye on. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the SoCal Open, which we still have room. Get some tickets if you would like to come. Uh, also, join the SoCal Open Facebook group. There's a Please do. And what, we're pushing 300, I think, people now in there? Yeah. 250, like I, I don't know. I just keep approving people. There's yeah, me too. You always beat me to it. Uh, feel free to join in and join the conversation. Everyone's really excited. They're posting pictures of their armies and all that fun stuff. Uh, we also have the um, uh, War Games Con. I keep they change their name all the time. I think they settle on War Games Con. Yeah, that's yeah, a really fun event. Here. Really fun event. There's a whole list of this, that's the list of GTs I could find just in North America, mm -hmm. and those will be in the show notes for Age of Sigmar up to the SoCal Open. Awesome. So that's that's a lot. And then just imagine the year before. We're at this point, we're waiting for the General's Handbook. We're not mm -hmm. sure we're going to get a big community, what's going to happen. Right. And now, I mean, that's two, four, six. I could have done half again at uh, half again of them at uh, right. if I included the United Kingdom. There's just a ton of events. Yeah. What's well, a great so game? Look it's, up what's near you. Yeah. It's and a blast go support of support these guys. Yeah. Like putting themselves out there to write a pack, get the money together, get the rules together. Mm -hmm. You can show up and support them with some models, three colors and. Come with an attitude for fun. Yeah, because yeah. that, that's what Age of Sigmar is all about. Uh, we'll be streaming thinking. starting next week. Yeah, we will. Yeah. And um, yep. you know what, guys? Let us know on the comment section what, uh, or, uh, or email us or however you want to do it. Let us know what you would like to see in one of our first games. I think stick with yeah. Alliance. Can make it easier for us. Well, I mean, not a list. Yeah. Just give us a faction. Well, yeah. we, when we get some people, we could put it up as votes mm -hmm. for what people actually have. Yeah. We on for our... what's possible. Yeah, because yeah. that's what you've been doing with yeah. this. Because mm -hmm. I know I have Iron Jaws. I've got my Night Haunt. I've got a few choices to throw up on the board. And I have some other guys when I said they're going to start streaming eventually, maybe in a couple of weeks or so. They're all oh, great. Yeah. Would it be possible? I'm like, well, you know, it's possible. Yeah, let me see mm -hmm. what you've got and we can do it. Yeah, we will be streaming. Uh, obviously, 40k is the hotness right now, and we got oh, yeah. we got to show what people want. But uh, I know there's a lot about a lot of you out there that love Age of Sigmar. And we'll probably have uh, at least one night of the week that um, we do Age of Sigmar battles. Mm -hmm. So if you're in the area and you'd like to come play on the stream, it's 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's a uh, uh, Frontline Gaming underscore TV is our Twitch channel, and subscribers to the channel are the ones that get to vote on who plays in the next game, uh, or you can come in and be a challenger. We love getting new people on the stream. And uh, to uh, subscribe, it's four ninety nine a month. You support you support the stream, which we greatly appreciate. It helps to pay for everything, or you can do it for free with your Amazon Prime membership. Really appreciate it. Yeah, and I'm gonna have to get used to if I'm gonna play on the stream about talking all the time because I mm -hmm. I know I realize I'm sitting there just not talking and it's very honest. 
last well, time I was on. <laughs> well, the other thing yeah. too is that um, we we can have like a shoutcaster that helps. Mariona helps. Yeah. She jumps in and gives. I just need to follow so his fun. example because he was rattling the whole time in both oh. games I watched. Well, he is hilarious. Like, yeah, you are hilarious. absolutely hilarious. Maybe not that good at the game yet because you haven't played that much. Mm. And I'm talking about eighth edition, but uh, you'll get there. But it's so much. No one cares because you're so damn funny. Yeah, and it's mm. good keeping the banter going. And a lot of people already commented how much more they like watching what you guys are doing versus mm. like uh, Warhammer World. The angles and the cameras, the guys are talking, you get a lot of good content and interesting stuff, but people want to know about the game. Yeah. And with you guys, we know about the game and we're getting instant content, which is nice. And then you've got lovely Mariana jumping in. Popping up every time breaking, somebody subscribes. Breaking my bloodthirster on camera. You get some poop jokes. From Jason. That's a scat and poetry. Scat poetry. You mean scat like like jazz kind of thing, right? Yeah. You're not talking. Yeah, of Skiddly boop bop. Okay. Boop. Yeah, you know. That, 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 I assume that's what you're talking about. Because <laughs> it's a high quality show. You're not bringing this down, right? It's not for kids. Okay. It's for kids that would also watch, uh, you know, Adventure Time. Yeah. Or Ren and Stimpy, if you're my age. Or that would read scat poetry. Or those kids and what family doesn't have one of those. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of The Ninth Realm. It feels really good to talk about Age of Sigmar again. Mm. I know I'm excited to get my lizards, riding lizards, on the table. I've already painted up four in different colors. And oh, yeah, cool. I, yeah, well, I, I love the way they look. I absolutely yeah. love the way they look. I've got some sprayed in the box that are sitting there. Yeah. Waiting. I, did a, I did a couple for an RPG, but then I, in the back of my head, I was like, because in an RPG, you don't want them all the same color because you're like, the lizard hits me. Which one? The red one. The oh, red one. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, but I was looking, I was like, hmm, this is also a good test for... That always uh, gets a model painted. Yeah. That's why I got my little um, Codron Overlord painted. I was doing a gnome in a game that actually had the Spaceship Crash tech stuff, so I put him in the spacesuit and everything. So nice. I that. So nice. I got him out of the box and painted up real quick. Yeah, <laughs> we, we actually, a lot of our Age of Sigmar armies started as minis for uh, Pathfinder. Yeah. We're like, we need ogres. And now I've, I'm sitting there eyeing it, and I'm like, there's like 10 ogres painted. That's, That's a good 10. start on That's the That's a good start. But it's funny because each ogre is different. One's a chef. One is like one of every different like variety. One has striped pants. One has not. It's pretty fun. Yeah, when fourth edition dropped, the I ran the whole series of modules that goes to like level 30. Yeah. It's all against Orcrist, so that ended up starting my vampire army. Awesome. A group of skeletons need to come at you. Wait, I got to paint it. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week. In the meantime, please drop by FrontlineGaming.org. Let us know what armies you would like to see played live on the stream for Age of Sigmar on our Twitch channel. Thank you so much. See you. Bye. See you guys.